MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to Nintendo's E3 presentation recap. You are listening to the GameZilla podcast, and this is a very special edition. Our number three, three days in a row. It's our third show. We're here for three claps. We're here for Nintendo. We want to re go over everything that's just happened. And uh, yeah, we uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly. I think a lot of people didn't didn't see Nintendo coming out swinging like this, and they came out like the big end, like an old school big end, just laying it down and saying this E3 is ours. So before this, I have some beef with you because I just realized something. File, file your grievance. All right. So every time the intro starts, if you watch the live stream, so for the listeners. Every time they say the mightiest monster of them all, Grimlock, the Dino Nine, he's all like bumping his fist and making these like muscles and like flicking me off and all the shit. And I always, I always just assumed it said mightiest monsters of them all, Jazzy and Grimlock. Now I realize it says the mightiest monster of them all. Yeah, Grimlock the Dino. You're welcome. Clearly pointing out he's the mightiest. Yeah, and me. Like, right? Really? Yeah. Your 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 game just, your game Zuki. <laughs> Jazuki, <laughs> Jazuki. As the Godzilla fan that I am, I'm okay with that. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be lucky if I'm Rodan over here. Okay, so <laughs> nobody wants to be Rodan. I know, and I'm stuck over here being Rodan. So we want to uh, thank our sponsor first and foremost for letting us put on these shows why don't you give it a, take it away did i we have to thank detroit to beardcollective.com it is the greatest place in the known universe to buy facial hair care products talking oh. uh rub some beard shampoo in your beard don't use if you use head and shoulders on your beard you're a savage and you're doing your face wrong get some quality beard shampoo and treat your beard right beard elixir beard balm beard butter beard everything get it in your beard crate pick the scents you want Pick exactly what you need to take care of your face, have it shipped to your house, and it's all going to come to you from DetroitBeardCollective.com. And use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% orders, $25 or more. That's the checkout code MCGAMING to save at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Like how, like how I pointed at the bottom of the screen like it was actually going to be there. I right. know, and I went with it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Some people might, like, please halluc- click the link. They might hallucinate that it's there. Who knows, you know? They're, like, clicking on the screen. Why isn't it working? I blame Cable. Cable's not here. There's no links. Uh, before we get into the stream, uh, we, we got anti-hat day in the in the Twitch stream, and uh, and they basically say uh, free hat, free hat, free hat, free hat, hat trick. So um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Jazzy decided to go and crack his dome and like cut himself open. Yeah. You can kind of see it there. So I sliced my head open you know, today at work, and uh, my doctor, aka mom, um, told Dr. me that Doctor Mom Mario. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, is like you shouldn't wear hats yeah. and try not to cover with a band aid unless you like have to and you're going out. Let it and breathe. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so tr- truth today. be told, I used my hat earlier to possess another person by throwing it at them. No, you didn't. And take over their body. That's a lie. You're I, not that cool. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I had visions of that earlier today. Yeah, that, we'll talk about why you had visions of that. It might it have happened, been something though. to do with some shrooms. Oh. But. Jazzy's a twin titan, so I had to match him so that we, you know, we we, we always match, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's either gunners or hats or, 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 you know, strap-ons, but, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm the Wario Gumballs. to their Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So. Palette swap and way worse. Yeah. Fatter. <laughs> 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 All right, so Nintendo E3 was about 25 minutes long, so it was the shortest of all of them, mm-hmm. and wow, did they do a good job. The uh, show is very much like a Nintendo Direct. Um, they called it the Nintendo Spotlight. And it starts off with some fun games flashing around. Because of it, one game was 
confirmed before they even got to announcing it, but right. we won't talk about it until we get to it in the list. And then, of course, Reggie takes the stage, or in this instance, takes the the living room and starts to get real deep with us. <laughs> he gets he's talking about super deep battling and games and fun and how and how they all mix in, but how they're all different. It was like it was real. It was real. the soul of video games. It was real, okay? He Reggie was being real. So, you know, I, I like Nintendo taking that taking that like we're just going to get hype and we're going to and we're going to go just kind of cheesy epic level of of a show here. It's almost like Reggie pulled a like a hammer out and put it on the table like we're about to lay it down. Just so <laughs> right. we're going to get real serious, we're about to lay this hammer. It was down. almost like Reggie was like I can say anything I want because what we're about to show you is going to win you all. <laughs> we own you all now. So he talks, we get into it, and they go right in to Xenoblade 2. Wasting no time giving us a good trailer for Xenoblade 2, several minutes long, giving you some really crazy looking anime uh, cutscenes along with gameplay along with just the, the vast worlds the dragons all the cool stuff that's going on it looks really nice and if you're a Xenoblade fan you've been waiting for this and of course it closes out Xenoblade 2 fades into holiday 2017 this is a trend that you we may be talking a lot about throughout this list people so Holiday 2017. This was a game that we saw just just a few months ago. And we had no date and we had and it was our first glimpse of it and we were like, "Okay, cool. We probably won't see that for a while." So yeah, we're going gonna- While this trailer this was going on, this is what was happening in my head. I was like, "Man, this game looks really pretty. I might want to try it." No, no, no. You hated Xenoblade Chronicles. This, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, but but Grim said I didn't get far enough into it. I would have liked the first one, and this does look gorgeous. No, don't do it. Don't. This do This looks it. more <laughs> like this looks more like the first one to me. That's it. It doesn't look as much like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. So, um, so yeah, we're getting that this year. Looks really cool. Next, followed up real quickly by Kirby, a new Kirby game coming. Yeah. And, and Stone Cold. Man, it, it looked like it sucked. Because <laughs> that's what Kirby does. That's right. We got gotcha. you. But it's a co-op oh, game, so that looked really cool. Um, you, you saw, Jazzy's never looked so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you saw up to four people playing this game, but uh, the big thing was two people playing through the actual game story mode and, and teaming up to, to be able to... Uh, solve puzzles and things like that. It, it looked really cool. I mean, it's Kirby, right? Uh, I, I love seeing it, and it's pretty. Looked real pretty on the for the for the Switch. Twenty eighteen. It's always so. All we had was Kirby. Twenty eighteen. There was no subtitle. It was that was it. So, um, but again, look good. We'll see more. If you've played a Kirby game in the last, I don't know, ten years or so, going from uh, the Kirby's uh, Return to Dreamland on the Wii and moving forward, the the co-op, you know, fun gameplay, you know, Kirby's a nice platform game that's sort of designed around uh, entry level gamers. It's one of the games that really got Pokiel back into video games. Is it's really tangible but super fun for me, who's maybe a little more hardcore gamer, to play with her. So yep. um, it's gonna be a good one for kids and adults alike. And Kirby's awesome. All right, so after that, we, we cut over to Nintendo Japan, and, and we had uh, an individual standing in front of their office introducing us to the Pokemon Company. And basically, this was just someone sitting at a desk saying the Pokemon uh, Tournament was coming, and it was going to be you know the, the latest version of it, which these are all things we learned from the Pokemon Direct just recently. But... He then looked right at the camera and said, but we wanted to tell you one more thing. And he just wanted to say that they are working on a Pokemon core RPG game for the Nintendo Switch. And that we probably won't see anything for about a year. Shout out Game Freak. Doing it big. But. That's huge. I mean, we, we've heard rumors, we, but we've never. This is confirmation. We now know that. From the looks of it, the next main release, the next generation of Pokemon, is going to be a Nintendo Switch game. That's awesome. First thing that comes to my mind is, 
graphically what like how the things that they'll be able to do with the Pokemon game just be just because of the fact they're not limited limited with the the handheld DS uh, specs anymore. So I'm really I, I can't imagine what you could do with the battling and what you the, the things that you're going to be able to do and the way that Pokemon's going to be able to run finally, you know? Like we we all play Pokemon, we love Pokemon, but sometimes it's a struggle when these recent games just do not perform you know, you, you know they can perform better if they just had a little more power. So we always get that question of like, if you were to have a, be a, be able to, in a video game in real life, which one would you pick? And Ethan always says Pokemon, and we always agree that that would be something really cool. I think that they can, you know, bring us one step closer to like that reality with an RPG. Yeah, and I think uh, the the. Built-in functionality of the Switch would be interesting. Maybe if they can come up with some unique mechanics because of the Switch, what could you do? Like, can you take your Joy-Con and, like, throw it at somebody, and, and that's how you catch Pokemon. So I can just throw my Joy-Con at Jazzy all the time. Or throwing motion so you don't break the Joy-Con. No, that's cool. I'll pay Because as ones. you can see by this giant scar on my how head, my body is that? made of steel. I mean, how do you think you got that? <laughs> how do you think you got that wound? It was from a Joy-Con. I was playing Mario Kart. He beat me, so I pulled the Joy-Con off and threw it at yeah. him. We saw a video that was it's like, It's part of the mechanic. Hey. It's like a banana. I just pull it Like, you know, they, if they didn't want you to throw your Joy-Cons at people, they wouldn't let you disconnect yeah. them from the system. That's all I'm saying. We watched a video where they dropped a switch from a thousand feet from a drone, and the only thing that really took damage was one of the Joy-Con, so he's like, I wonder if this will do damage, and he just hurled it at me. Yeah. And it did do damage to my face. Yep. All right. New Pokemon game coming. This is where it all turned. It's where it all turned for the worst. Or best. We get a first look, so a lot, you know, basically like the Kirby game, it, it flashed first look, then went into this game, and so we get it, it, it flashes to just a black screen, and there's some strange music going on, but nothing that you can recognize just yet, and then you see particles, almost like, you know, like stars maybe, right? And, and they're starting to kind of come from the left of the screen and move into the center, and I'm like, it's space. We're we're in space right now. Oh my god, we're in space right now. <laughs> I'm like I'm like no no no. I'm not I'm not biting. I am not biting. And then I saw the symbol formed out of that star particle, and I was like, I literally. We were, so so actually, let's back this up for a second. We were at work during this presentation, but it was lunchtime, so we, we commandeered a conference room. <laughs> so we commandeered the conference room, shut the lights off, closed the door, hooked our computer to the projector, projected this onto a screen. So, that, so we're watching it, you know, like I don't know, 60, 70 inches wide, and I'm like, no, no, no. And so I remember, all I remember is just standing up, like it hasn't even been announced yet. It's just stars at this point. And I like flip my chair. I like jump up, flip my chair, and I'm like, I'm like brushing myself off like I'm on fire or something. I'm like, what the? I'm like, what's going on right now? They're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Who is this? Where's Nintendo? And that's when Metroid, the word flies in. That's right, soaking in, soaking in. Followed by the number four, and that's when we found out it's Metroid Prime 4, and I'm like, oh, I'm freaking out at this point. I'm jumping up and down. Deadite's crawling across the conference room table to, like, give me a high five. He's like, give me a high five, you son of a bitch! Give me a high five! And I'm like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it hurt. My hand hurt for the rest of the conference. It was worth it. It was such a satisfying high five that we shared. I was jumping up and down for a little bit, and then little words popped up at the very bottom and said, currently in development for the Nintendo Switch. And then it, then it faded and we were done. And I was like, good enough. Good enough. I'm happy. I am happy. <laughs> it was sort of like it was sort of like if a pretty girl winked at you and you just blew your load. You're like, well, I got some. <laughs> hey, good enough for me. I got winked at by a pretty lady. Pretty much. That was pretty much what happened. So... <laughs> That was a proud, powerful wink. <laughs> and that's what Nintendo just gave Grim there, was a yeah. powerful wink. The rest of the show was it was good, but for me, I was just, I was done. I got, I got what I wanted. So I do want to take one thing out of order here, and we're going to announce the other piece of Metroid news. 
And so this wasn't part of the actual spotlight. This happened right after in the Treehouse uh, presentation. And we get a second Metroid announcement. We get a second Metroid announcement for a 3DS 2D Metroidvania game called Metroid Samus Returns. That's right. It's a remake of Metroid 2 from the Game Boy. And it looks awesome. It has video. I snuck up behind Grim and shook him violently. I was like, look at this! (laughs) Look at it! (laughs) He snuck up, and and as he leaned over, he already realized that I was, like, drooling about it. And I'm just like, I wasn't moving. I I didn't know what to do. I hadn't even watched the video yet, because I was like, what is... I, am I dead? Like, is something... What's going on? <laughs> am I dead? That's exactly what he said. He looked at me. He's like, am I dead? <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? So, play the video. Looks amazing. And that's when we find out it's coming out September 15th this year. And I'm like... <sighs> I'm like, wait, you're telling I me... I actually, at that moment, I walked away from his desk to get the defibrillator. Because I saw him breathing out of the vehicle. Oh, man, he's going to die. I didn't know what to do. I I didn't know. I just kind of kept like swiveling in my chair, like trying to like process this. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that I can stop looking at the last Metroid game that ever came out, which was Metroid Prime Federation Forces. I can officially say that the Metroid brand, Federation Force, the Metroid IP survived this horrific monstrosity of a game. If we want to even call it a game. I would actually say that that game pushed it to the next level and excelled it. Uh, Does that mean I get my case back now? After I throw it at Deadeye for his <laughs> comments. <laughs> Can't prove that it didn't. Yeah, I can prove it for Maybe sure. Maybe it was the outrage. If this game would have never come out, Metroid would have stayed dead. Because it was through the outrage of the fans at this plastic turd. They knew, okay, I guess people actually care about this because they assume no one did. So you have this to thank for your entire life. That's that's my thank you. It was Jazzy's, man. It's not even your property. You're always throwing it around. Jazzy doesn't, doesn't even know where that game is. I know exactly where that game is. In the trash. <laughs> it, it might. I should be in the trash. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our patron here. Sashin65 just gave us 400 bits on Ooh. Twitch. For Metroid! Give it a button. That's what you get for 400 bits. <sighs> Wasn't there something you were supposed to do for him if he gave us 400 bits? He said 400 bits for Metroid. He didn't give me 400 bits for the other deal, okay? So deal's off. He just, <laughs> says, deal's he just off. says it's a glorious day, 400 bits for Metroid. So there we go. We'll take it. Thank you, Sashin. Shout right. out to the bits. So we get that. We get that 3DS game. We're like, it can't get any better. This is it. The last time we got two Metroid games around the same time was the GameCube, for God's sakes, all right? We better take this thing, because it's the last time it's going to happen in our lifetime. That's when they announced new Metroid Amiibos, and I'm like, what is going on right now? Who the hell is fucking with me, and this all better be real, because I swear to God, if it's not, I will find you, and I will end you. Jazzy's on to us. Like I know you're Nintendo. upset about the about the Sega console, but this isn't funny anymore. Okay, <laughs> you tricked me into thinking there's a new Sega console for 30 seconds, and I've never forgotten. <laughs> All right, so two new me ten year a ten year build to really screw you. <laughs> hey, never know. You are you are a psychopath. So <laughs> sociopath. Sorry. Thank and you. Um, basically, we're getting two new amiibos. We're getting a new Samus in her suit, uh, like a, with a, a crouch form and then we're getting a um actual metroid the actual creature so both really cool um i know another metroid or another samus in her suit is is completely that's that's what i wanted so with a little more of an action pose than just like standing straight up um really cool and then of course they announced that the that the 3ds version has a special edition that you can get with a 25 track cd included which is what I pre-ordered in the pre-show of this show when when Dead Eye was like, I think they're up, and I just like literally I stopped talking. I just so ra- true. You started screaming at me to know where it was up at. Right, like I stopped talking. It was, those were what I was saying didn't make any sense. It was just loud noises. He's yelling like yeah. Savage SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> now. That's basically what it was. I heard now and where. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh yeah, there was a where. So I needed to know where to go. I mean, come on. <clears throat> so, 
big big day for Metroid. Metroid's not dead, like some people on Snake Pit thought. You know, I I, expre- I, I discussed this in the Discord. Mm, no, just admit, today. just admit it. I was trying to protect you. I always believed Metroid would come back. I always believed Nintendo would do the right thing. I was trying to protect your fragile heart. Because you couldn't, you couldn't handle this appointment of knowing your greatest love had perished in development hell. Well, I appreciate you trying to protect me, but I, I'm, I'm, a I'm good glad. Friend. I'm glad that we we don't have to go down that road after no, all. You just think I'm a snakely bad guy, but in fact, I'm a good friend. Now, there is one thing we want to talk about Metroid that is uh, different: is that the Prime series, Metroid Prime Four, which is in development for the Switch, is not being developed by Retro Studios. Confirmed now by Nintendo. So they did not then come out and tell us who is actually working on it besides that the producer of the original trilogy is working on this game with a new team. So that is what we know. That's a little upsetting, especially after the news of having some Metroid-obsessed like people joining the Retro Studios for a project. So we really thought it was going to pan out that way. But... That also leads up for something potentially really good for Deadite, which would be a Donkey Kong game, because that is their other focus that, that Retro Studios really uh, has been famous for. So we'll see, but I'm still excited for the announcement. But we're going to move on. We have our next game that popped up after this was Yoshi. And this was uh, all it was called was Yoshi. It's coming out in 2018. It's a 2.5, you know, dimensional game and uh, or sorry platform game and it is done in the yarn style so we all called it yoshi you know yoshi we thought it was like a yoshi woolly world type game what it kind of looks like but it's not just a port it it looks it's new it's a new game that has something to do with there's two sides to everything is kind of the the gimmick that they're they're pitching through the trailer where you kind of you're playing this 2D game, but as Yoshi, you're able to aim your eggs and stuff and kind of throw diagonally, like, where there's depth to the game. To or from the screen. Yeah. Into or out of, you know. Right, and then you're able to traverse and actually, like, flip the world, so it's like, oh, this house and all this stuff is cool, and then it flips and it's all, like, kind of, like, unfinished paper on the other side. So, that was, um... That looked pretty cool. It, it was really pretty. Obviously, uh, we've seen we've seen the yarn games in the past, and they they seem they they are cool. So uh, that'll be a 2018 game coming down the line here. Multiplayer co-op. Yep. Super cool. Fire Emblem Warriors. So another game that we had seen or heard about, you know, but really had no idea about when we were going to get it. Fire Emblem Warriors is coming out this fall. So again, another like, oh, oh wow, it's it's coming out soon, and that's which is something. Th- these are things that we that people were worried about with the Switch. You know, we got that initial Mario Kart, and we had Zelda at launch, and yeah, we know we get Mario, but we don't know when. What else is there besides Splatoon and Arms? Well, now we're starting to look at Xenoblade. We're starting to look at Fire Emblem. We're starting to look at you know um, some pretty big games that are going to be joining the ranks this year. So this will be a, this might be my first Fire Emblem game I jump into. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. But isn't it isn't it like a Dynasty Warriors game? This is why I'm going to jump into it. Ah, see, I'm more. <laughs> I I think I'd be more interested like the, in in like a regular a stock, Fire yeah. Emblem game. Yep. So. Fire Emblem Warriors, and then we got the the next piece that followed up was Legend of Zelda DLC, of course, right? So the Legend of Zelda, they gave, we already knew about the uh, um, the Master Trials DLC pack one, which is coming out, which is right around the corner, which gives us trial um, Trials of the Sword, Heroes Path mode, Master mode, new armor, new masks, you know, a lot of that stuff, and, and we got to see a lot of it in action today, uh, today which was cool. But we, you know, what we wanted to know what was after that, and they did not disappoint because they announced the champions. Is it the champions um, ballad? Ballad, yeah, the champions ballad DLC pack two, focusing on the four champs that were the operators of the beasts in the game. Spoiler alert! But if you haven't beat a single beast, then I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> you are really out be- collecting yeah. items. <laughs> I've even beaten the beast. So, um, but yeah, so there's there's just these four champions plus Zelda is what's shown, and they kind of are all like like standing by each other. And the idea here is that it's about them. So I think you're going to be able to get some more past storytelling about th- their journey to what to to how things kind of led up to what what happened in the current Zelda game that you're playing. And the cool thing that got announced with this is that each each character is getting a amiibo. And these amiibos look sweet. Yeah. Like the, like the Gorgon the uh, Goron guy looks yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. The positions that they put them in were like super cool. Yeah. No, they they looked good. Um you know, they they didn't show us any gameplay, but they just they mentioned that. They mentioned the amiibos and Obviously, holiday this year. So, again, more content for us there. So, following that, we had Mario and Rabbids. Uh, Kingdom Battle, right? This is the Ubisoft Nintendo collaboration. August 29th. Yep. Boom, another big drop. Uh, they got a little bit of a head start with the Ubisoft presentation where they actually brought uh, Miyamoto on and, and talked about this game. So this isn't like groundbreaking, but it is still big news. And it's another big title that's hitting us right now, practically just a couple months away. Real-time strategy. And it looks really cool. It looks super interesting. Um, Rabbids have always been a goofy little character that I've enjoyed throughout the years. Like starting on the Wii, I believe, is where I really, you know, kind of got to play with some of like the mini games and stuff like that. But seeing them dressed up as some of the Nintendo characters, and then like you know, like one's dressed up as a Princess Peach, and and, and she's grabbing Princess Peach's dress and looking at it, and then she's like, gross, and just like drops it. But they look identical, so I'm just kind of like. The the humor is going to be good, I believe. So it, it looks like a cool game. What do you think? Yeah, it looks like it's sort of a tactical strategy sort of game, uh, where they're you know battling on on. It looked like a grid based field, so yeah. it maybe in some ways uh, similar to uh, Fire Emblem or Advance Wars or like maybe Codename Steam, where it looks like it might be turn based um, strategy and. It looks fun. It just looks like it's going to be a fun game. I do want to learn a little bit more before I commit to saying, oh, I'm, I can't wait to play this game. But it certainly has me interested as a, a new series. I think this is a game that would benefit very well from a early demo option on the eShop. Yeah. Just because it is something that's very different than the standard Mario yeah. or Rabbid type games. It's something that I would definitely... Power my. I haven't been playing a lot of Switch, and I would power back on to get this demo because it's right at my wheelhouse with yeah. the almost uh, board game tabletop yeah. style Absolutely. gameplay. All right, and then we talked about a game that got leaked at the beginning of this show. We uh, Deadite and I caught it right away. We're like, wait a minute, that hasn't been confirmed. And sure enough, they confirm it during the show. Rocket League is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Yes, Ayano! This is so cool. Um, exclusive items, which they the only ones they showed so far were like a Mario and Luigi hat on mm-hmm. top of the cars. But they also said exclusive cars that they will talk about later this year. Uh, didn't show us anything yet. but they And then they, they finished it off with two things. Cross-network play. Huge. So it is already being reported that you will be able to play Rocket League on your Switch with someone that's playing on the Xbox. The, the, the one person out right now that has not confirmed that they will be part of this is Sony. Boo. But PC, Xbox, Switch will have cross-network play where you're gonna, you'll be matching That's up. Huge. Yeah, it's really cool. And then finally, uh, when are we going to be able to get this? This holiday. 2017 holiday. Another game coming out this year. And they also confirmed everything that's currently in Rocket League of any version you're playing now will be in the Switch version. So this is not a watered yes. down. This is not you're not going to yeah, be you're missing not gonna get modes. Base Rocket League. Nope, it's the same game. So that's super. That's what I wanted to hear. Absolutely, it, this game's perfect for the platform. Perfect. This is. I mean, we play we play Mario Kart every lunch, you know, at work, and this is one of those games that can fit into that. Where when we start to slow down a little bit on on Mario Kart, this will fit in perfect, and and we can have a lot of fun with it. Uh, team team based soccer 
with cars. I mean, come on. Man, just let me know when you guys take your lunch, and then I'll <laughs> bring my Switch to work, and even though I can't sit down and play with you, I'm still going to sit down and play with you. Because <laughs> I, like I love it. me some Rocket League. Absolutely. All right, so that leads us into the finale, the the Big Bang, which, of course, is Super Mario Odyssey, and we got to see more, more of this game than we've ever seen before. It looks awesome. This is a game that I will full-heartedly say I wasn't sold on until today. I was like, eh, I was yeah, right. I was right there with weird. you. I was like, this looks weird. I don't. It, it, it almost doesn't feel like a Mario game. And today, that was all put to rest. Today, I, I, yes, it's different. Yes, there's, there's even, there's some new villains involved, and and that's completely fine with me. But when you saw the core gameplay and you saw some of the really neat mechanics that they built. You were you simply were just like I can't I can't wait to play this game, and that's the good news. Super Mario Odyssey gets a release date of October twenty seventh this year, day before my birthday. Just saying, yeah. We for everyone, we already, I, I already told you I'm buying it for you. So just chill out. Decent, <laughs> decent. <laughs> did you subtract that from your from your uh, cost of the year of games? I did not. Well, there you go. See now you're talking like yeah. what? Boom. But I realized earlier Plus, when I was. I'll also buy it for you for your birthday so then you can return it and use that money for another game that you want. Even um, double decent. <laughs> uh, I realized I actually left Pocken off my list. So, uh, so it's yeah, a wash. It's, it's a, a wash. wash. All right. So Super Mario Odyssey, the, the, a couple of the notes that I wrote down is, and we talked about it, it looks really, really good. It, But the, the one thing that stuck out to me that was so cool was the 3D to 2D mechanic. Mm. And so we're running through this world, and they run up to a wall that's too high to jump on or anything, but you see a pipe. But the pipe converts into a flat pipe, like, painted on the wall, almost like Zelda um, A Link Link Between Worlds. And sure enough, you go through the pipe, and all of a sudden, you're on the wall, 2D, and you're running like a normal... Old school Mario. Mario. It looks like original Super Mario Brothers. So here you are, like, running across this wall. So almost like you're a piece of graffiti on this wall. And you're doing the level, and then you get to the top of the wall. And when you jump over the wall, you just transform back into a 3D character, and you continue on platforming. And it was just like, it's so, it's weird, but it's so Mario. Like, you instantly were like, yup, that just, it fits. Mm-hmm. That's so Mario. You know, and the hat mechanic, uh, because it's all based around this, this, you know, his new function, his new mechanic is this hat, where it kind of, uh, it is its own being, is what it seems to be. It's alive. And he throws this hat around, and he can take over, take control of anything, really. Any villain, you can, you can, basically throw your hat on it and then you transform into that character and then you control that character for a limited time and then you pop out and and keep going so like you'll see someone that they get to this point where they're moving platforms but there's bullet bills so instead of jumping on the platforms and trying to dodge all the bullet bills he takes over the bullet bill and then he just flies across to the other side and i was like this is cool because it's open world because it's sandbox mario the it's similar to Zelda where people are going to find different ways to manipulate this game in ways that the creators never thought. And that's, you know, that's what's made Zelda feel so special. I think one reason why Zelda's felt so special, but I, I mean, what, what did you, what, what are some thoughts you had on, on Mario Odyssey? It, okay. Like I said, I was initially really hesitant because it shows Mario in like a real world setting. It shows these different worlds that are so drastically different than anything we've experienced. And then as soon as I saw Mario throwing his hat and taking over an actual human full-size person or taking over a T-Rex, like as soon as I started seeing those things, I go, it's so cool to see the way Mario is interacting with these worlds in a way that we've never seen him do in the Mushroom Kingdom. And that, Right there, I was like, I want to see that. I want, like you said, with all these, there's all these things in Zelda that, you know, it's super deep and that people wouldn't expect. There, we're going to find things like that where you're going to throw your hat at something that you didn't think it would actually do something, and then it will do something and it will feel special. Yeah. And I'm very excited to experience that. It's an, it's a very, it looks like it's a very new Mario experience from a franchise that has continued to innovate time and time again. And this looks like it's a big leap. Looks like it's a big yeah. change. And I think, 
I was super hesitant before today, and now I'm super on board. Yeah, I just remember the first time I saw Super Mario Galaxy, and it was way different than yes. anything, right? And I was like, I don't know, this I don't this isn't Mario. And then I played it because it was getting nines out of ten. It was being raved is just so good, and I tried it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And that this is that next step where this feels way, you know even again completely new from that concept, and you know it's. It's interesting because they ch- even change the story up a little bit. Bowser, of course, takes the princess, but this time Bowser is going to marry the princess. So Bowser, congratulations! So Bowser's all done up in like a white tux with like a with a pot like a. <laughs> he, looks so he looks He's so dapper. good. Looks so good. You know, uh, Peach is all done up in, in in a wedding gown, and the villains that you're fighting aren't the aren't the Koopa kids anymore. If there are, and they may be involved still, but they're not what we saw today. Today, we saw a new evil group, the Wedding Planners. And they're a bunch of bunnies, is what they look like. And they're just this little group that's basically trying to help Koopa marry the princess, so that way he's tied into the kingdom and basically, you know, he's locking himself in this time. He's, he's learned the error of his ways and said, kidnapping, let's just get married, and then it all belongs to me anyways. So my wife did. Prenup, people. Prenup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep your kingdoms, people. That's right. My, my kingdom was a crappy one-bedroom apartment, yep. so she got a bad deal. So you got to see one battle scene with one of with one of those uh, wedding planner uh, bunnies and uh, the mechanic of how you were going to fight her, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. But then on top of it, we got to see three different worlds. We got to see different outfits that Mario would wear and and different some different abilities because of the outfits. Overall, it just looked like a like it looked like a giant sandbox Mario game. But it looked it, by the time I was done, I just wanted to play it. That's that was it. And before this, I was like dead. I was like, I don't even feel like playing it because I don't really know what it is. It's so it's so weird. And after they did a good job today, really like showing it off. Going right into the, you know, which was this was the close of the of the spotlight. They went right into the treehouse and started hands on playing it, and that's where we got to see a lot of just a normal person that was dying quite often playing this game. And so it felt, I think it, we connected to it better that way. But what, uh, Jazzy, got any input on this game? The three D to two D sold me like right away. I I've seen this in games in the past, but I've never actually played a game that's had it in it. So I think the one thing that sold it for me, and I'm like, I got I to gotta play this game just to try this mechanic, was when he's like, goes into that 2D and he's like running up that tower. But it's not yeah, just yes. like the tower scrolling, it's the whole world rotating, rotating around yeah. where you're at and this tower as you're playing 2D, spinning around and going up yep. to the top of this tower. Dead Eye made the point that this, like, Clearly, that tower could have just had platforms, and you could just jump up it in 3D, right? Right. But the fact that they did it this way, it was almost like a level within a level, and it made it so cool. Like it, it was, it was very unique. And that was, I remember when we watched that exact part, we already thought the 2D idea was cool, and then we saw that, and we're like, oh wow, this is cool. This is like. The rotation reminded me of Fez. I don't know if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's you know, Fez. it reminded me of Fez mixed with Zelda uh, on the 3DS, and I was. But again, it just looked super. You know, it was for the Switch, so it looked it looked really sharp and pretty. And, and Mario at the time was wearing a sombrero and like and, and everything, so he, he'd go from 3D to 2D and keep that outfit and just keep running around. It was. I'm, I'm, I can't wait, and I'm super pumped that we're getting it in October. I, I thought for sure this would be a holiday 2017 release is what I, what I was getting ready to hear, but not, not the case. We're getting it even earlier. And that's the show. I mean, that, that's really it. They, they announced Amiibos. They announced some, some – they didn't spend any time on 3DS during the spotlight, but, yes, we are getting some more 3DS games. Those are getting announced throughout the next couple days, and you, you can keep an eye out on MotorCityGaming.com. For the on the blog page, we'll be doing. We've been doing blogs for each company, so we got the Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo blogs coming out, and you'll be able to get a rundown with all the trailers built into those blogs. So you can watch everything and and read everything right in one spot. But you can also um, 
watch these treehouse events every day of E3 right now. So uh, today's pretty much done, but you would have uh, the next two days of treehouse where they're going to be showing more and more of different games. So, and they're also having their competitions for Pokken uh, and Arms, Splatoon, and Splatoon. That's right. So those three invitationals yeah. are all starting up too, and you'll be able to, if you want to watch some some competitive gameplay from these Nintendo. I think IPs. it's cool that they're still tying that in. You know, they've kind of been outside of E3 for a little bit because they've done their own thing, mm -hmm. and it's like then they had the Nintendo Worlds or whatever they called it. They tried to bring that to the World Championship. Right. Yeah. Um, so instead of doing something similar to that, they've kind of almost brought these like individual tournaments while you're there. And I think the coolest thing out of this is you are going to see pro players there. There are going to be high-level competitors that are going at this, but there are certain games... Where it's like, oh yeah, we bought we brought four pros, and then four fans that make it through the E three tournament are going to get to play them in the tournament at the end for prizes. Like, yeah, that's cool. So you're actually bringing the fan base that that can come compete and do well enough at E three in these Nintendo events get to actually play a pro player. And I don't know about you, but if this happened to me with like Riot and I was able to sit down with my favorite LCS team and and play a game against my favorite pros. I'll get my ass handed to me. I'll tell you that right now. But I would have a blast getting my ass handed to me. Like it'd just be so much fun to be able to play against my favorite pro, pro players. Absolutely. All right. So I want to I want to go around and do what, we, what we've done for the other shows. We need to give this presentation a, or this show a grade. The how did Nintendo do? And I think at this point we can we can pick our crown for the big three and who who's who took E three this year. So it's going to be. I, I want to remind everybody that the reason why I'm going to give this grade because I'm going to I'll start here. Xenoblade, Fire Emblem, Legend of Zelda DLC, both of them. Mario Rabbids, Rocket League, Super Mario Odyssey. On top of Splatoon and Arms, and on top of anything else that's going to be coming, that maybe Pokin. and Pokémon, all coming out this year, with obviously some great teases for next year, including Kirby, Yoshi. They're they're laying in some big names for the following year. Nintendo took twenty five minutes, where some of these, where some companies took an hour and a half, and they did a better job than anybody else as far as the here and now, to solidify a system that everyone was worried about. And it's been doing really well, but there's been lots of concern. But to solidify a system that's selling to the point where you can't find them in the stores right now, they get they get a A-. minus. They're not getting the perfect score. They're getting an A-, minus, and they are getting the crown for E3 2017 from me. The reason why they don't get the perfect score, though, is I, I can't fathom why. They didn't talk about online at all. After days before E3, you, Nintendo yourself, launched an online page on Nintendo.com, confusing the world. Part of it made sense, but overall there wasn't enough information there that really explained what the hell's going on. But you published the website, and then you didn't use the presentation to even try to explain. You could have tacked on a t 10 more minutes to your presentation and dabbled on that. And then, of course, the one other thing we didn't see that I would have liked to see would have been Virtual Console. So with those two things missing, I give you the A- minus because you still did a very, very good job. You gave me Metroid, which for me, um, you know, you <laughs> this, is, this is a swing vote for me. You're getting advantage because of that. But... Uh, overall, I thought it was straight to the point. It was, but unlike Sony, where they were just like, "Here's the games," and they just threw them up in the air. This felt like it was put together. It felt smooth. It felt well produced. Um, even being Nintendo and and cheeky and, and a little a little goofy. I mean, that's Nintendo. That's what we've, that's what we've come to think of Nintendo. Of Nintendo. So, a minus for me. Did I? I'm going B plus, and if if you just look at it from the simple fact of which conference got me the most excited about the games that they were putting out, I am the most excited about what Nintendo's putting out across their platforms. Um, I'm excited for the most titles. Sony had really only two that got me really excited. Microsoft showed one that I'm not. They showed two games that 
I'm not going to play on their platform. So for that simple fact... PC's they, their platform. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play Cuphead. I'm not going to play Anthem on their platform. So um, uh, Ori. Okay, I might play Ori. <laughs> Let's see if I can work it into my budget. So for that for that fact, they're, they're my winner. And it, it makes a lot of sense. But like, like you said, it's hard for me to give them even an A- minus or an A, let alone an A+, plus, because they left a lot of issues on the table that the fans really, really, really want to know about. Because honestly, right now, we have a bare-bones system. We have a video game system that that's all it does right now. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that in, it, in its heart. But in 2017, we expect a little bit more from our system. We do expect some streaming apps to be on there. And it wasn't even mentioned, hey, coming 2018, Netflix on the Switch. And there wasn't even any talk of we're going to offer this variety of other features. They didn't even mention tw- coming 2018, full online features with virtual console or whatever, you know, the library of games, whatever they're bringing to the table. They didn't tease it. They didn't address it. They didn't thank us for being patient with them while they figure it out. Because if you didn't say anything about it to, to me, that means you probably don't know what you're doing right now. And I would have felt better as a huge fan of Nintendo for them to be like, thank you for buying our Nintendo Switch system. This is what we're working on. We're, we're ironing out the details so we can bring you the best online we can or the best back library we can or the best streaming features that we can. I would have just loved for them to address it even if they didn't have anything to say. Just say, we're working on it. That's all I want. And they, that's what they could have closed out with. They could have faded off of Mario, and then you could have brought Reggie back and said, thank you for, you know, for watching this event. Uh, here, is, here are five things that we are currently working on that we, we look forward to bringing to you at our next Nintendo Direct or something like that. I just, they felt, it felt like they were dodging it. It felt yeah. like they were dodging the biggest complaint within the Switch community is, hey, what's going on with all these key features that we should know things about? And I'm, I'm chill. I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm enjoying the games they're bringing out. It's a video game system, and I like it. But would I like to know when I can download Super Mario on, on my Switch so I can play those? I would, I would love to at least have a date to hope for or a date to look forward to. And we don't, we don't even have anything but being ignored in a, a web page describing maybe what they're trying to do. Well, I mean, I'm the same way. I, I, you know, I'm excited I get to play Metroid Samus Returns. Like, I'm happy that's on its way for 3DS. But I, I want Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Zero Mission. I want those games on my, on my Switch via Virtual Console. Like, I, that, that's something that I'm, I'm still waiting for. And... Thankfully, I know that September is bringing me a Metroid game, so if I don't get Virtual Console by then, which realistically we probably won't, um, you know, I have something to look forward to. But, you know, it is, it's a bummer. There's so many games that I would be willing to give you a few bucks for that, you know, I've already bought several times through, through different avenues for you. And I, I just, I don't know what's taking so long. Like, are you really... Are you rebuilding it that much that you can't even talk about it? Because you've had a virtual console for th- three generations if you include the handhelds. Like you had the Wii, you had the Wii U, and there was a virtual console that existed within the DS um, infrastructure. So what, are you not taking anything from that? Like is that completely scrapped and you're trying something entirely new? Because why else would would you not have any word of anything that that has to be my guess is that they're doing something so different with this system that they can't just just roll it out they have to really figure out what they're doing because they're trying something different because i can only imagine that if they were just porting games we'd have something by now so they have to be doing again this is the fanboy in me i'm i'm not going to deny that it's the fanboy in me saying they're going to give us something good when we get it yeah. and if they don't I'm going to be disappointed because right now they're, they're leading us along with some hype of, uh, you know, a, a silent promise. They're not saying anything about it. So we have to assume that they're trying to do something better. Yeah. Jazzy. Man, the first thing that I said when this conference was over, and I understand that this was in L.A. and it's you know Americanized 
and there's a culture difference. But the first thing I thought was, man, where was this presentation during the Switch launch? Because <laughs> this is what it should have been. Yeah. It should have been like it still had its little goofy moments with the, the Master Sword and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it wasn't like over the top to where like you had no clue what was going on. It was to the point. It was like you said earlier, deep, and they gave you what you wanted. The problem that people were having were was games, and and it showed us games that we didn't even know were out there. Like we have little, you know, hints here. It's very hard in this industry to not have stuff leak, and there's stuff that up. Oh, it's in the yeah. They didn't they didn't give us a date or anything for Metroid, but just the fact that you know they're working on it, and it and it you know. Yeah, but according it's to these huge. leaks, we've had Metroid that was supposed to come out for the last 17 years. Exactly. So, like, the leaks, yeah, you take <laughs> the leaks with, right. a, with a big grain of salt as far as if they're real or not. There there were leaks and there were Easter eggs around the Metroid Prime 3 time pointing to a DS release of a, a fifth core Metroid game that yeah. never happened. Right. So. Um, so for Nintendo themselves in this conference, I give them a B plus. I thought it was great. It was way better than anything I've seen from them in the past year, pre pre Switch launch up to now. I thought that they gave the fans what they want. They were not to you know make the pun on words, but they were direct. They you know they they got their point across. And um, however, for me. And it's very, very difficult because I did think very highly on the Nintendo E3 conference. My winner of the show by a very small margin is going to be Microsoft just because of the problems that you guys kind of both brought up in your your um, arguments for Nintendo was we didn't see those things that people are still worried about and they didn't even mention them. Whereas the problems that we were having with Microsoft, I feel like they hit all those points. We're getting the most powerful console that we've ever seen, and they described it well, and they didn't go overboard. We were worried about third-party support, and um, why can't I think of the word? Uh, backwards, backwards compatibility. compatibility. Yeah, well, yeah, backwards compatibility, but um, Xbox-only games. Exclusive. Exclusive. Oh, exclusives. We were worried about exclusives, and they gave us a ton of those, and informed us that they are getting that third party support involved. So for me it was it was very close and like I I really really did like Nintendo's but I think for the overall conference I think Microsoft squeezed them out a little bit just because they gave us a little more of what our concerns were from previous years. I mean I can clearly say that if A minus is 90 and a B plus is 89 that's where that's where Xbox, right? Yeah, Xbox absolutely. was eighty nine and Nintendo was ninety. They were they. It was very close, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so they both did a great job. I think Sony was the one that was a little lackluster and just a messy, messy, messy pres- that, that's presentation. That's putting it nicely. <laughs> that's I, again, yeah, I, I'm not here. I don't want to. I'm not here on these particular podcasts right. to bash. I think we'll save that for the Alpha Show where we can we can be a little more aggressive on that. This was more of a recap, and I want to I want to I want to give the props to each company, you know. Somehow Sony brought us Shadow of the Colossus remake, and no one in the world knew about it. Mm-hmm. Congrats to that, right? But I think today Nintendo came out, took took the least amount of time that anybody had by a large margin, and crushed it. So when I look at the fact that you took twenty five minutes, you only took half my lunch at work. I still got to play video games, mm-hmm. and I was happy. I will say this: the you difference... win by one point. <laughs> I will. I will say. I will say this: the. The one thing that you do miss in that presentation versus the Microsoft presentation is there was no lull Correct. at all yeah. in the Nintendo presentation. True. Be- maybe it's because of that shortened time that they made sure that they were like hitting hitting those, you know, getting getting you hype one right after another. But there was no lull. Like everything that they've presented was something that you were interested in at least long enough until they could throw another one at you. I mean, it depends on how you look at it, because when Metroid hit, that was basically me, like, taking, like, every illegal drug known to God, so the, my lull would have been the crash after, right? Like, I, just, I had to come down from the high right. at some point. But so. you were so high, that crash still hasn't happened, so. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey. no, but you're, you are right, you are right. I said it, 
I think last week on the the you know the main Gamezilla podcast from that we record on Mondays and comes out on Tuesdays that Nintendo was going to come in like Stone Cold Steve Austin. They're going to hit the ring, couple stunners, drop some beers on some people, race hell and leave. That's what they did, and that's what they did. Yeah. They came in in twenty five minutes, kicked some ass, and then they they dropped the mic and walked off. Yep. They didn't spend an hour and a half blowing our brains out with way too much information, and then they didn't also waste an hour of my life giving me nothing. Yeah. They yep. came and whooped ass in 25 minutes. Yep. I, I'm pretty sure they probably could have dropped the mic before their conference even started. After they saw the last two, they're like, Shh, we got this shit, drop it. I will say everyone's probably wondering why hasn't Cable said anything, and that's simply because Cable messaged us and said, hey, I'm going to skip this show I have nothing to say. Other than Nintendo won E3. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that his voice was heard because he sent that to us privately. He did. He, did, he, he did have some other things that he's working on for us right now. So it, that. I, yeah. I make it not sound worse. Not completely throwing them under it's, the bus. Yeah, I'm not throwing them under the bus, but I wanted to basically say there's four panelists here at E3 through this whole thing. Ricky was a guest panelist on the Xbox side, but four main panelists. And with that, Nintendo gets three votes to Microsoft's one, giving Nintendo the MCG GameZilla crown for 2017. Congratulations, Nintendo. You've done one hell of a job 2017. You've brought out a brand new system. You've it's had success. You've supported it through its through its negatives and and supplied it with some great positives. And it looks like Nintendo's gonna be okay. It looks like this is something that we're going to be seeing some some years. Well, where we're all going to be enjoying the Nintendo Switch. And I am, for one, am very happy, and I'm happy to see them come and take an E3 right out the gate like this. It looked like it was a dying, so to say that it has successfully resuscitated itself is <laughs> is big news. Like, Yeah, so... That's uh that's really wraps up this show. We wanted to cover Nintendo. The they did a fantastic job, and that's going to wrap up our special focus sh uh, shows for E3. Uh, again, the Gamezilla Alpha, which will be recorded on Thursday and available to you Sunday, unless you're a Patreon member, then you'll get early access. That will be the recap near the end of E3. We'll be kind of gathering up all the little news that hits uh, from now till the end of E3, and we'll be bundling it up into a nice package for you on the Alpha Show. You'll be able to enjoy that. Next week, though, so next Monday, we'll be getting back to our regularly scheduled program. The Gamesville podcast will go back to its normal format, and we will be back on Twitch, which does have a new name. So remember, we are twitch.tv Gamezilla Podcast. We got our name finally, and we're super happy about it. So um, we'll be there Monday night, 7 p.m., and uh, we hope that you continue to join us. Make sure to hit that subscribe, follow, like, poop emoji, heart emoji, whatever it is, wherever you listen to us, watch us, give us some love. It helps us a lot. And we want to thank our sponsors once again, the Detroit Beard Collective. Got anything to say about them? I do. Let me <laughs> let you, you usually do. So. Let me <laughs> let you know that you need to let me let myself talk to you about DetroitBeardCollective.com. Go there, order facial care products for your facial hair, beard butters, beard elixirs, beard combs, everything you need. Get it sent to you in a beard crate. You get to choose from a lot of great scents that they have, and you'll be smelling good. Your beard will be healthy, and everyone around you who might smell your beard will be super happy about it. And use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% or $25 or more. That's the checkout code MCGAMING at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Jazzy, tell people how they can support us. Yeah, they could support us on Patreon. Shout out to our patrons for supporting us. We appreciate your patronage. If you are not a patron, we would greatly appreciate it. If you went over to patreon.com, search for the Games Little Podcast, you know, throw, us, throw, throw a couple bucks our way. You know, we, we spent the last few days, uh, no sleep, uh, podcasting a whole bunch. So, you know, your. I haven't pooped since Saturday. Yeah. Your. your, your it's uh, true. Your money goes to important things like uh, my gas money to get to the studio every day, no. uh, speed so you're that we not. can stay away. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm you're just not kidding. Jazzy's pockets. <laughs> no. no, absolutely not. But it, it allows us to basically make the show better. The great equipment that you see here, the mics, the uh, 
the soundboard and everything, cameras, the, the, the ca- cameras, the computers, the mm. you know, to the green green screen and allowing us to go live, and you know, the lighting in the studio, all that money gets put right back into uh, this great show that you love to listen to and support. So we thank you for that. And we want to remind everybody now's the perfect time to jump in as we will be tweaking and adding to the perks for Patreon next month. So the voting begins this month. If you're in Patreon right now, Patreon right now, you will start seeing these polls coming up. You're going to be able to vote on them and help shape the future of Patreon for the Games of the Podcast. So I'm, I'm excited for some of these cool new perks. And the, the best part is that some of these concepts have come from you. You know, we, we've reached out to you and asked you, what do you want to see the most next? And so realistic ideas are what we take and we try to make sure that we can fit them in and, and that they fit into the budget and, and time constraints and all that stuff. So we, we appreciate all your feedback and you can always give us more feedback about the show, about anything. You can send the emails to info at MotorCityGaming.com or you can just, again, join the Discord. Go to MotorCityGaming.com, click that Discord button. It's free. Join Discord and talk video games every day, but there is a suggestion channel there where you can drop Anything you want about Motor City Gaming, GameZilla, Legend of Retro, whatever whatever it is that you enjoy from us, let us know. All right. Well, until uh, next time, I hope you enjoyed E3. Get some video games going because that's what I want to do now finally. But until next time, game, game on. on.